Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Wilson Podcast. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram at weeklywilsonpod. I am your host, Brian Wilson. And I am your host, Jay Wilson. This on this week, week's episode, right. I finally... <laughs> start over, start over. On this and week's I'm episode, host, we Wilson. finally... Oh, sorry. Now that we are two and a half weeks past the implantation of my loop recorder i share the whole experience with you guys um so this episode was mainly supposed to be about about my heart and my health but somehow we ended up talking a significant amount of time about jay's testicles and testicles in general this isn't an immature podcast it's not like we were just being stupid boys it was just business we were pontificating upon the existence of testicles ballsness so if that if that piques your interest in any way, then you'll enjoy this episode. Test intellectual conversation. Yeah. So at the time of this recording, I have had my loop recorder installed for three weeks, I think. Oh yeah. At the time that this posts, it'll probably be four, maybe four and a half weeks. But you know, better late than never. Yeah. So, today on the podcast, this isn't the intro, you've probably already heard this, but I want to tell you all about this my first surgery ever. Your first surgery ever? Yeah, you didn't have wisdom teeth, huh? First surgery ever. I feel like this is a pretty good, like, gateway surgery, too. It's pretty low-key, little anesthesia, or not little anesthesia, a little numbing agent? Very small they anesthesia. That? They didn't give you the big anesthesia. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't ready for that, big boy. They need a garden um, hose for the big anesthesia. But yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I got a loop recorder installed. It's just a little thing. They slip it in to your chest, and then it monitors your heart rate. Not just your heart rate, like all your heart beats. For it's like a heart monitor, basically, that's inside you, and they can okay. watch my heart now for the next three years, all the time. And then it self destructs. So where I want. Yeah, and then it blows up and you die. <laughs> so, uh, the first where I wanted to start with this, Jay, is the beginning, or before the beginning, really, where most great stories start. So, the first question I wanted to ask you: Have you've had a, a surgery? Yeah, I had ball surgery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go into that or not. Uh, I don't care. Um, I, I mean, I actually had wisdom teeth, and they actually took extra teeth because they knew that they weren't getting any of yours. So they took eight teeth out of my head. I got oh, yeah. fully under. So that was one. I guess yeah. you would count that. Yeah, that's but, another thing is I had no wisdom teeth, so I didn't even have that surgery to be my gateway into surgery yeah. life. Yeah, so I had that surgery, but then before that, when I was younger, I think about like four maybe... Um, I had an undescended testicle, which means that one of them got twisted up and tangled, stuck up in the socket. Mm-hmm. And so then I just had, I was, I was like, you know, what, what, what was it? Um, I had a player in the penalty box. It was, um, he was, he was out of commission. Okay. So, <laughs> so then they basically had to like have an incision on my like lower abdomen and then like go in and untangle it so that it would plop back down. But the, the real 
like gem of having that surgery at a young age was being confused when your mother would constantly tell you to check that you had two testicles. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I ever talked to you about that. But like, was, is this a, is this something I need to be worried about? Is one going to disappear? Like is someone like, going to take one from like, me? Feel your feel your your testicles and make sure there's two. Okay, and I'd be like, "All right, mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> Whatever you say, mom. You know what's <laughs> going on here. Your I real guess. Name. <laughs> um, no, but so I had that. What if you just developed like an irrational fear that one of your testicles was going to be stolen? Well, they can like, disappear. Have you, have like, do I need to keep one? an eye on these bad boys? Have you ever had one go up in the socket? No, I haven't. It, it can I happen. I don't check them very often. You can do it. Like, what is the socket? It's where it came out of when the ball dropped. You remember how people say like, "Oh, their balls haven't dropped yet." It's like that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize there was like a socket. It was like, is it like when a zoo animal goes back into like the inside and you can't see it anymore? It's basically like it's like it has its own little cave it can retreat into by the base of your member. I'd say like maybe like up diagonally to either side of the male Mm -hmm. genitalia. Um, You can like socket your testicles up into that area like you can still put them up there the sockets are still there intentionally yeah drag queens do it really yeah they put their they put their testicles up in the sockets and then they 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 tape their their little guy down like between around their gooch yeah is it is it painful is it uncomfortable i don't don't like it when it happens um but yeah, it's not like t- I don't. I've done it before just to see if I could do it. Because once I heard that like you can do it, I was just like, well, let me let me see about this. <laughs> and, um, this makes me feel so gross. I don't like it, but it's not like excruciating. I'd say I really didn't expect to talk about this <laughs> in the beginning of this episode. How do you get it back out? You just like once you it doesn't it want to be there. there. It's like it, that's not its natural state. So you just like <laughs> pop it back down. Like boom. Like, it's a little, little uh, like gut flex. I don't know if I could do it hands free, but it definitely is like it's easier to have it not in the socket than it is to have it in the socket. I imagine the drag queens know what to do though. Yeah. So then those sockets only like intentionally serve a purpose the first few years of your life, but then it's just yeah, there I forever. I don't know because it's not like humans... your body's gonna fill it in. Yeah, I don't know why male humans can't handle having testicles like outside their body right away. I guess like they're just like we know you guys are gonna be idiots, but you're like really dumb right at the start. Like we're just gonna give you like a grace mm-hmm. period. It's like it's like when you die in a game and you come back and you're blinking for a little bit and you can't get hit. It's like mm-hmm. that's your period of life where you're blinking and you can't get hit in the nuts. They're they're just like we gotta we gotta save this guy <laughs> for a little bit, give him a chance to get his feet underneath him, and then boom, just just brief invincibility. Yeah, because I well I think actually. I don't think they drop until you're like sentient a little bit, you know? Like I think you're like two, three maybe? I don't know. When do they drop? I don't I thought they dropped during puberty. <laughs> you have balls in your testicles for not not balls in your testicles. You have balls in your scrotum for I feel like a while. Yeah, but like, I, I guess don't I just thought the drop just was ha- like like your sack like gets bigger like it drops i don't know maybe i don't know i don't recall very closely i, I guess i didn't know how much of a figure of speech that was <laughs> yeah. yeah who knows anyways i think that's enough ball talk the question i wanted to ask you which since the surgery was when you were four 
I don't think you had many thoughts going into it. No, I remember um, not being what I was able wondering to walk is, really well afterwards, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> what I was wondering is if you were going to get a surgery, I feel like this is a dividing line. Do you like watch videos of the surgery being done to know what you're getting into or would you rather just go in blind? I'd probably say no. I'd le- I'd I'd initially I'd instinctually say no yeah i don't i don't think i'd want to but i just don't okay. think i like so watching surgeries like it's not because i'm like it's not like it would make me more or less uncomfortable i think i just would be like i just don't want to watch this <laughs> you know yeah i think for me it depends on the severity of the surgery like if it was a complex thing like if it was open heart surgery or something i'd be like nope don't care i'm gonna be unconscious just I'm going to sign out and then I'll sign back in when you're done. And I don't need to see what you're going to be doing to me because that'll just stress me out more. Mm -hmm. Um, But for this one, it's pretty minor surgery. And I knew I was going to be conscious during it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of knew the gist of it. It's like little cut, stick this thing in, and then we're done. So I was like, okay, I kind of want to see, like to know what's going to be happening. Yeah, I think I'm changing my answer to no. I would not watch it because... If I don't have to look at it, I don't. I just don't want that in my brain. It's not like. I, I think I could if I want to. I could. I could do it if I wanted. Um, I think I could watch, but it's like imagine like if you're getting a vasectomy. It's like which I fully mm-hmm. expect to get at some point in my life. Like because right, it seems like the most. It just makes so much sense. Anybody who's just like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't understand. I understand if you're a woman, if you don't get a vasectomy, but. <laughs> Aside from that. Yeah, aside from that, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, female birth control is just so, like, intense. And and anyways, I don't mm-hmm. want to get into that. But, like, I... Because that's the thing that's going to happen where I'm, like, not going to see it. Like, there's going to be, like, a curtain, kind of. Or, like, at least I don't have to... I can't... I would have to really try hard to look at that, you know? So then, mm-hmm. why would I have the image in my head then while they're doing it to me? Then it's, like, obviously, like, if things are going right, you're not going to be feeling it. But I don't want to be like picturing it while they're doing it to me, you know? It's like I don't want to watch them extract wisdom teeth so that I can... Because some people don't go under for that. So like, and I'm sure you can't really feel it that much when they're like in there. Mm-hmm. But like if I had seen the video, I'd be sitting there like, oh, I wonder what part they're at right now, you know? And I would hate that. Yeah. That's fair. My counter argument would be that if you don't watch it, then that leaves the whole process up to your imagination. I don't think I can picture stuff. That so it's scary. like if you don't know anything about if you don't know anything about a vasectomy and there's a curtain up, how do you know they're not taking your organs out and putting them in bowls down there? You Doctors don't know what's going love on. doing that, man. Um, well, <laughs> so, you know, I think you for can't me, trust them. I just know that my particularly my testicles just love going upstream. So the fact that they would actually go outside of my body. <laughs> Um, they're like a pair of salmon. Yeah, no, they're, they're not. They're every time get... they want to spawn, they think they need to swim if, up the stream. If they like, <laughs> if they nefariously slice my scrotum open to steal one of my boys, they're getting spooked immediately and shooting right up the socket. They love being there. They'd be it's... gone. <laughs> it's really a super effective defense mechanism. Yeah, I'm like a uh, I'm like a roly poly. I just like 
<laughs> but yeah and then these <laughs> testicle thieves would just be like oh nothing here i guess we should move on then the doctor someone off, someone already hit this house the doctor rips off his mustache to reveal that he's the most famous worldwide international testicle thief <laughs> there's his, his photos on the wall of the hospital being like don't let this man give you a vasectomy <laughs> yeah have you seen this man <laughs> He he rips off a tiny fake mustache to reveal a much larger mustache. Is what I feel like this guy does. A much larger real mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but anyway. you know the guy that's stealing testicles has a really big thick mustache. And he's constantly rubbing his hands together like this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but he himself has accumulated like twelve testicles, which makes his uh, facial hair grow in at an astronomical no, yeah, he's rate. He's using all of them. He's got like. <laughs> Yeah, um, he just keeps plugging them in. Gets more, uh, more USB you, splitter yeah, ports. You can daisy chain them together. I think. Um, no, but uh, where were we? What were we talking about? Yeah, this is supposed to be about uh, my heart, not about your balls. You're, you're saying... <laughs> this is about my heart, not your balls. Um, no, so we're, you were saying you want to know, so that you're not picturing other things but like i feel like i know the like for a vasectomy i want to know the basics where i'm just like oh they're taking out this small section of tube that's all they're doing like and that's as far as i need to know like for you if the doctor described oh we just make a cut and we put it in i'd be like sold like don't show me mm-hmm. just do it that's how yeah. i feel that's fair in hi- so so i did watch it and in hindsight i kind of wish i hadn't i think i'm not really sure mm. Either way, I did watch it beforehand, so that was me coming into the surgery. I know what's going down. I get to the hospital, and the first thing they do, they take me back to uh, my little waiting room, mm-hmm. and they I get in the hospital gown that's open at the front, not at the back, so that they can like do the stuff. Um, was it open oh, at the back? Like, I don't know. Either I thought you meant like the bottom, like I was picturing your butt being out, and you're just like, but it was open at the front, so I'm just like, you're you're just like hanging wang like in the hospital while you're getting a chest surgery. now i think it does like unbutton in the front and it was open in the back but either way i didn't have to take my pants off so this is in the front i was just shirtless back. yeah um but then i was in my little waiting room they uh put hooked me up to an ekg so they could monitor my heart during the whole thing you love those. um and i guess i don't know they were just checking on stuff yeah shaved my chest again so i've reset the clock on having normal chest hair once again it's yeah. really been a, a story arc for me here. But then then I had to wait for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I was on schedule, on time, but I had to wait here forever. And they had me hooked up to this EKG. So while I'm waiting, I just start uh, reading on my phone because I'm like, nice. I got time to kill. But every time my heart rate dropped below 45, which is common for me if I'm in a restful state... Mm-hmm. the EKG would start alarming, saying that, like, my heart rate was too slow and oh. I needed attention. So I'm sitting there reading, <laughs> heart rate drops, EKG starts alarming. Well, no, that's the other thing, is it would start beeping, but no one came to check on me. So it's reassuring. I don't really know what the beeping was for. Yeah. But, yeah, so then it would beep. I would, like, get startled. Heart rate would go back up. It mm-hmm. would stop. I'd continue reading. It would drop again, alarm, startle me. It was it was just that for an hour. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> On a cycle probably every five minutes or so. Yeah, that's right. So I just thought that was comical. I started trying to, like, like keep myself amped up while I was reading so that it wouldn't alarm, but then it still would. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. even at the really exciting parts. Mm-hmm. 
So I just thought that piece of it was funny. That was funny. Um, but then, yeah, so then they wheeled me into another room eventually, did all the prep mm-hmm. stuff, um, walked me through everything that was going to happen. I was like, yeah, I know. I watched a video. And they're like, oh, <laughs> why, why would you do that? <laughs> and they said, like, oh, that's no. obviously the wrong thing to do in this situation. <laughs> and they and said, then, oh, well, that's the yeah, original they said, model. Oh. Now, we have, <laughs> now we have what we call the big mama. <laughs> it's actually just a JBL flip speaker that we put in your chest. And uh, <laughs> listens to your heartbeats and yes. then plays soothing music if they start to get irregular. Yes. Um, no, but then they were like, oh, so you know what we're supposed to be doing here? And I was like, yeah. And then a guy with a weird looking mustache kind of sighed and left the room. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, ah, oh, I even um, got him the I even got him the gown that was open in the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have a clue. Um so yeah, they get back there. They're like, okay, so like local, it's local anesthetic. That's what it's called when it numbs the area around it. No, yeah, you want to so have like, like you want to source your anest- or your uh, anesthetic uh, locally. Locally support, support local yeah, anesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, so that's this gonna burn a little like, bit, but then you won't feel anything. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's the best we got around this neighborhood. Is this icy um, hot. <laughs> So yeah, I was like skeptical because I was like, okay, local anesthetic, like mm-hmm. how numb is it really going to be? And they're like, oh, it's just like the same anesthetic they'll use at the dentist when they take out your wisdom teeth. And during that, you don't feel anything. And I was like, guys, not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they did put up the curtain thing. Mm-hmm. So that was like across my shoulder-ish area. So okay. it was like, like right in front of my face. And then they actually like pulled it up diagonally over me. So... I'm just staring straight at this piece of paper, like, three inches from my eyes. And I was like, well, this is really calming. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. And then they went to work, so they put it there, like, all right, here comes the anesthetic. And they told me it would burn a little bit, and it did. I was like, whoo, doggy. And they were like, yeah, yep, that's going to be the worst part. I think Dad had that, too, when he got hurt. It was, like, the burny stuff. Yeah. Yeah, burn. But it was, yeah, quick burn. And then it was, then they, like, tapped on my chest. They're like, do you feel anything? I'm like, no, not really. It's kind of weird. So they yeah. did that, and then, um, yeah, made the little incision, put it in, and then here's the kicker, or here's the thing. As they were doing it, I, like, knew what was going on, but I didn't know exactly where they were at. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they must be almost done. And I'm like, why are they not done yet? I'm like, why is this taking forever? But then I was picturing in my mind what I saw in the video, and for some reason, in the past, like, couple years, I've become, like very squeamish around those kinds of things like the first time it happened was when i i was uh like getting a what was it labs done like they were drawing blood for Mm -hmm. labs and i like vagled super hard and that's one of the times when i passed out leading up to this so then during the surgery they know now so Mm -hmm. as it was happening i was like starting to get pretty lightheaded and they're like okay that's probably just your vagal response we know about that like it's all good Mm -hmm. and then i'm sitting there and i'm like getting really lightheaded and pretty queasy and they're like okay so they like stopped for a minute and i just like Mm -hmm. took some deep breaths and they're like how you feeling like keep talking and i was like okay i'm fine i think i'm good and then i like calmed down and i was like okay i'm good and they just like continued with what they were doing and it didn't happen again so i was like freaking body why do you do this like yeah that's and just to be clear we don't need to go into this fight or flight (laughs) your vagal response has nothing to do with your heart condition no like unrelated yeah we, it's just like, like a thing. From what we know, they're like completely yeah. unrelated. 
It's just my blood vessels dilate when I get yeah. stressed or like feel like I'm in trouble or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or just like, yeah, sit down, stand up. Like I'm more prone to get lightheaded from that kind of stuff. But I was like, mm-hmm. why does this happen to me? I hate that this happens. Yeah. But anyways, worked you through it. You were probably in like um, a prime position to pass out though. Like if you had a passed out, would they have just been like, oh, there it goes. Well, dude. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, just like keep going. You know, it's gonna be fine. I don't really know. Usually, we have to give them drugs Um, to knock them out. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they just continued on. Everything was fine. There was one weird point during the thing, and I I knew part of installing it was like they turn on the loop recorder. I just. But there was one point that I felt. Keep going. Sorry. There was one point that I felt like kind of felt like a shock like deep in my chest oh and i told them i was like i I like kind of jerked a little bit and i was like oh i just felt like a like a shock and Mm. they didn't say anything nobody was like oh yeah that's normal or oh like no feedback they just kept Mm -hmm. going and i was like well i mean they probably know what they're doing but like i was like did they make a mistake and they don't want to talk about it like what just happened? Did they poke something? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That maybe it's like it was it strange. Was, like hit a nerve or something. Like I guess I don't know. That could it's like your like little loop recorder like arc flash or something. Yeah, or like was that just them turning it on? I have yeah, no I idea. Tell you. It was odd. Yeah, and I, then I forgot to ask yeah. afterwards. So, huh. but yeah, I mean, it's, it seems to be working fine. Yeah. So there was, yeah, so there was that. Then they put this, like, really hardcore waterproof dressing bandage on it. And I wore that for a week. And yeah, then took gross. it off, and everything's looking all good. The scar is, like, teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the loop recorder, like, through my skin. Which I was kind of bummed it, right? about. Yeah, but, uh, and especially once all my chest hair grows back, if that ever happens, it's going to be, like, completely <laughs> hidden. Yeah. But then, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable for a while. Like, if I was sleeping on my side, it would hurt. Mm. But now, it doesn't, like, hurt as much. It's just kind of un- uncomfortable. Um, yeah. The way I was describing it to Sydney recently, now that I'm used to it, is that, like, the other day I was sitting in a weird position that I could, like, feel it. Mm. But I felt it kind of in the same way where it's, like, if you were wearing, like, a necklace or something, and then mm. you, like, sat in a weird way that made the necklace, like, push into you or, like, push against you. Mm. It was kind of like that. It almost feels like a piece of jewelry, kind of. Yeah. And like when I'm showering and I'm like scrubbing the soap everywhere, it's like mm-hmm. I run my hand over it and I feel it, but it's it's right here. Mm-hmm. But I feel it, but it's not like it gives me pause or like makes me uncomfortable at all. It already feels pretty natural, a part of me. So That's good. I'm glad that you don't feel that weird yeah. about it. Yeah. And then a few days ago, here's another level of confusion. So a few days ago, I got a phone call from the hospital and they're like, Hey, we need you to send a manual transmission for us. And I was like, I missed them. So I just got a message and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was supposed to do that automatically, but okay. But then I forget what we were doing. Kind of fell to the back of my mind. So then I called them back a couple days later and I was like, Hey, um, you guys asked me to do a manual transmission. Uh, just wanted to make sure, or like you left this message. I think this is what you want me to do. Is this what you want me to do? And they're like, yeah, do that. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll do that now. Hang up, go to do the manual transmission. Doesn't work. Won't send. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I, f- I hope everything's working fine. But I like looked into it. Everything else was like, it's recording. It's getting data. Yeah. Everything's connected. Like it's all good. So I called them back. I was like, hey, 
not working. What's the deal? And they're like, oh, you have to call tech support. Here's their number. I'm like, okay, <laughs> hang up. Call tech support. <laughs> like, hey, tech support. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to send a manual transmission, not working. What's up? And they go through their computer and they're like, oh, the hospital doesn't have that option turned on for you. And I was like, oh, can you turn it on? He's like, no, they have to turn it on. I was like, seriously? So no, hang up on tech call, support. Call the hospital. No, you, back. you talk to no, you're talking to tech support, and he's just like, hold on, let me uh here, click this link. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take control of your screen now. Okay, now I'm gonna take control of your <laughs> loop recorder. Do you feel that? Does it tickle? You just see it start know. driving around under your skin. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, if I tried really hard, could I, like, move this thing around? I think it would tear up a lot of muscle. Probably. <laughs> he's like, hold on, let me drive this down to your weird empty ball socket. <laughs> yeah, he's like, finally, finally we can we can make the, this is where we do the heist. Yeah, <laughs> We're stealing it's, his it's, balls. It's like the, the, the international ball thief was actually inside the loop recorder the whole time. Yeah. Have you ever seen, there's a oh, movie, boy, I, I won't plot twist. it, but, like, there's a, it's a bank robbery where it's like, the whole bank, like the whole heist, is a ruse, and then at the end of the movie, you're just like he's the person's still in the bank, and then he just like leaves with all the money, like after the regular plot of the movie concluded. Wow, that's pretty, like, pretty yeah. sneaky. It was nuts. Anyhow, that's cool. um, so hang I, up on tech support. <laughs> hang up on tech support. Call the Sorry. hospital back. <laughs> Call the hospital. I'm like, hey, I called tech support. They said this is your fault, and you have to fix it. So, um, I love hearing that. they. They looked into it, and they're like, oh, yeah, um, it's not on. We can turn it on. And they're like, but we actually... So in the midst of all this, I forgot. So they called me, left a message, said to send mm-hmm. a manual transmission. I got results from my loop recorder in my chart. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them, and I was like, okay, got results. But then I looked, and they were all blank. So I was like, is this bad? Like, did it just send nothing? Mm-hmm. Brian, but, we so need then to I tell you like, this, but, oh. uh, but you're dead, actually. <laughs> heart, really? Your heart did not beat once in the past three weeks. Yeah, so you're dead. Um, but unless symptoms get worse, just call us in two weeks. Just keep doing what you're <laughs> doing. I don't have any <laughs> symptoms. I'm dead. <laughs> but, hmm. We, huh. <laughs> Does, you know what? Maybe you should call tech support. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're always I, just like did you try turning it off and back on again if they tried to be doctors they're just like do you try shooting them in the head and then bringing them back to life mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh man oh jeez but anyhow <laughs> so I got the blank results and I was like okay maybe these results are blank maybe the auto transmission sent nothing that's why they want me to send a manual transmission you know mm-hmm. so through all of that and then i get to the point where i'm like you guys have to turn it on they're like okay i can turn it on but it looks like you sent an automatic transmission a couple days ago and i was like yeah i thought so i thought it was supposed to be automatic and i got results so i thought it did and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah it did and i was like okay so do you need the manual transmission and they're like no we don't need it and i was like (laughs) Why didn't you say that when I called you half an hour ago? You told me to talk to tech support. Yeah, they just couldn't find so... the file. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's it was a Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then that was all sorted out. And then I scrolled to the end of the results, and it's like everything's blank. But then at the bottom, it has a summary. And apparently mm. everything was blank because nothing significantly bad happened. All those boxes fill in if there was something bad. 
but at the bottom it said, hey, we noticed this, this, and this, but not a big deal. I think the one thing it said was there was, like, SVT, which Sydney said is not that big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, so it said something about something with a rhythm, and they're like, and the heart rate was 167 beats per minute for, like, unknown amount of time. And I was like, aren't you always watching? What do you mean it's unknown? But then it had the date and time, and I went back, and I was three miles into a run. And I was wow. like, yeah, I think 167 is pretty pretty standard if I'm three miles yeah. into a run. So Yeah, that'll do it. I think we're all good there. <laughs> so, yeah. That was the summary yes. of the first results. I think we're yeah. doing well. Well, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad That's Brian's well. first I'm surgery. Glad. Yeah. I... I now have a metal shard in my chest, and it's going, ooh, other thing at work, did not, and at the airport, did not set off the metal detectors. There we go. Big I do have a card that says, hi, I'm Brian, I have metal in my chest, but did not have to use it. Yeah. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's it. Any, uh, any closing questions from you? Um... You know, I guess not really. Um, I'm glad you feel okay You know what about I it. haven't tried? What? I haven't tried sticking a magnet to it. Yeah, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, I think that's probably a really bad idea. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes that happens. I'd yeah. rather do it on purpose than accident. I mean, I guess you don't have any guarantee that like a magnet isn't going to touch your chest. I wonder if they like ward against that in any way. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, can't you guys make this thing out of plastic? What's going on? Probably. Or would that just give me cancer? They could that. probably make it out of like carbon nanotubes if they really wanted. Um, or, but, yeah, carbon nanotubes could work. Maybe uh, aluminum, so it's not magnetic. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I was going to say something about like m- magnetic fields affecting things, and then... I remembered that I don't really know a lot about magnetic fields anymore. So I think I'm just going to hang out here, not talking about yeah. magnetic fields. Was it on the podcast we were talking about how weird electromagnetism is? Or was oh, that yeah. just it's us insane. talking? I think we talked about it. We had to have. I don't think it was on the podcast, but you that was think? a good convo. Yeah, it's just no. like these rocks that stick together. We wave them by these coils in a circle and then we get lightning. But yeah. in a way that we can store and use. Yeah, who knows? It's stupid. Just controlling electrons. Because then, like, it's so it sounds so convoluted when you're just like, okay, so you know that rock, that really like gross rock. Yeah, we take that one out of the ground, then we burn that, then we use that heat to boil water, then we take that steam and spin a turbine, and then that spins a different rock around a wire. <laughs> Yeah, like, and and then, and then we get makes, electricity. And then with that, w- and then by doing that, we connect that wire to anything, and we can get it to do anything. Well, and also like we're not even like getting electricity; we're just like separating, like, subatomic particles, right? Like we're just moving electrons around. We're just like separating them from yeah. where they want to be. It's yeah. nuts, man. Electricity's nuts. Anyhow, thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Um, it was a pleasure to record. I hope it was a pleasure to listen to. If you want to write into the podcast, you can email us at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. If you 
you want to check us out on Instagram, our Instagram handle is at weeklywilsonpod. But until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name's Jay Wilson, his name's Brian Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. Ski ba 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 da ba bi ba ba da ba ba da ba da bi ba da ba da ba ba du wa ba da bi wa ba da ba da ba da ba. To tie it all together, here's another loop mm-hmm. in the whole electricity thing. Is also we go to all that trouble to make that. Your body makes it on its own from food. And that's how your brain and your heart work. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I forget that we are like an, uh, an electro... We don't make magnetism. No, we're not magnetic. We're, we're an electrical system, though. We have a very intense electrical system that works on insanely low voltages. The signals our body yeah. receives and acts upon are unperceptible, nearly unperceptible by human measurement. Like, we want to use them to control fake limbs, and it's so hard. We can, we can barely do it. Yeah. Do you think, though, since electricity is flowing through us, if we ran in a circle really fast, we could induce a current in another if, if we wire? Ran around a wa- if, if we ran around a coil of wires fast enough, maybe. Yeah. But then we should just carry magnets at the same time. Yeah. We'll try that next time on The Weekly Wilson. <laughs> yeah.